Okay, Boker Tov, good morning. It's a new Taibuk. Actually, this, sometimes I feel these topics are good information, interesting information, but not applicable to all. Uh, and sometimes it really, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, there's a topic that will talk to you. And this is one of them. That's Gaiva. I'm actually, I'm learning with my, my seven-year-old daughter, Shifra. So we do Orcha Sadiqim. I always learn with my daughters for the Bas Mitzvah. So my first two daughters have finished that Sefer for the Bas Mitzvah. So this one, Shifra started the Sefer, is my youngest. Because her, once you watch our sisters do it, she just has to go early. She didn't want to wait till eight or nine. She wouldn't start. She was seven. Uh, uh, so, you know, we're learning about, we learned just at Gaiva, and now we're doing a Nava. So I'll, I'll say, Gaiva is someone who shows off. And a Nava is a humble person. She knows those words very well. Um, you know, she should understand everything we're talking about. You yeah, being arrogant? Well, arrogant, show, showing off. And it, it's more, it's, yeah, it's really a state of mind more than anything else, but, which we'll get to. Um, but, you know, there, the, when you learn about Gaiva, there are all kinds of people who are, you would never think show off. That's kind of what it's right, you know. Or, or you wouldn't look at them as arrogant, but in their own hearts, in their own minds, they're the most arrogant people in the world. And there are other people who are show-offs. Show, being, showing off is usually, by the way, a sign of arrogance, but some people just are just insecure, and they're not really arrogant. They're very small people. They don't really think they're great. Just that they, they need attention, or they're insecure, uh, and really they're not such, in their minds, they're not really such Bali Gaiva, just they have other issues that makes them show off. Uh, but, you, but, but the main point really is to discuss is that arrogance, uh, Gaiva, which, which takes you away from Hashem, is really a state of mind. Goldor also, Mephorosh B'Divir Abbaseinu, the, really the, uh, how bad it is, is explained in the words of the sages, the Shas, of Midrashim, and the Gemara, and Midrashim, Uvechol Sifra Kaidish, and all the Sifra Kaidish, Umizutumai Dechsiv. How we can get worse than this? The, the Pasuk says in Mishle, Toavas Hashem Kol Gva Lev, that a person who's arrogant in their heart is abominable before Hashem. Basically, you're abominable because. Uh, you're, you're t- taking away all of, you know, what you wearing. You know, there's a, there's a famous uh, mashal that I saw recently. It reminded me of that. Let's say the following case: you have a person who uh, goes to a, uh, a gala, and let's say it's a lady, and this ga- this lady is, is poor. She's impoverished, and she has no nothing to wear to this gala. So she goes to some lady of nobility and cries to her, please, please, lend me a dress. Lend me a dress. And this noble, noble lady has a bisorachmanis, a little, some mercy, and she decides to go ahead and give this lady her dress. Uh, what would be the case if this lady comes to the gala and says, oh, I'm so much better than everyone here? In fact, she even sees sometimes the lady who lends her the dress to the gala. She's I'm even better than her. Because look at my dress. Right? Look at my dress. So, you know, the, the crazy thing is, is that people have things given by Hashem. 
and they think they're so great because of it. I, I, you know, I, you know, you have you, you deal with a person; they're very smart. Do they do anything for their IQ? Their IQ is is, is uh, they're given their brain, their brain power. You know, looks. It's all you know. Uh, every every bracha person has. So if you're an arrogant person, what you're really doing is you're forgetting about who gave you the clothes. Who gave you everything? You forget about Hashem. Who everything in life that a person has comes not comes only from a Baruch Hu. So if, if you if you're if you're borrowing like you know somebody borrows your car, somebody goes and borrows your car. You have a nice car. And Russell's in here this morning. Got a nice car, right? And 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 you're in front of Russell. He said, "Look at my car." <laughs> he borrowed his car. What are you, look at my car. So a guy thinks to himself, oh, "I don't need God, or, or, or I'm so great." So you're was borrowed. So if you do that, you're abominable. What kind of bum are you? What kind of toal is Hashem? V'yamru b'shmaitz ma'yeman de'is be'i. The Gemara says in Sayyid to Dafhei that a person is at some level um, put into nidoi, some lo, lo, the lower form of excommunication of a person who has arrogance. Because, you know, uh, you know, if you're in front of the king, and you think you're great because the king gave you something in the first place, but right? the same borrowed clothes muscle. That the king looks at you like, "What are you? Who are you? Where is your head? What are you thinking?" And therefore, at some level, you're like uh, an idolater because you're forgetting about God. It's like you did this, you accomplished this, you are this. Um, and it's if you came on all arayis. Ninar Betchias Hamesim. And uh, the, 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 really, the Chazal say very stark, very strong uh, language uh, that it's like a person who came on all Arias. Ninar, and you're, you, by, by the resurrection of the dead, which is, which is you, you won't come alive. Like, get not come alive for the resurrection of the dead, by you have to do pretty despicable, awful things. Actually, one of them, I, I probably, besides, that's important, is if you, if you give loans to Jews interest, there's another way not to come alive. Everyone knows that gaiva, uh, that arrogance, is blinding, is intoxicating, uh, is certainly detrimental. It separates a person from people. That's for sure what it does. If you if you look down at people, you're 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 less likely to respect them. Uh, it gives you a false impression of yourself, and it distances you from Hakadosh Baruch Hu because really, if you think you're good, then you don't need Hakadosh Baruch Hu. V'chein ra'os rabos v'kuli alma yadid how bad is about that. People think that gaiva is you walk at a guy look around, walking around the way they look. Uh, and, and the truth is, again, there are, very often there could be a show-off. Being very showy could be a good symbol of, of arrogance, but certainly not the, the definition of arrogance. And there are reasons why a person may do that besides arrogance itself. Um, uh, this person doesn't uh, really know what real gaiva is. If you're an angry person, if you're shh, 
If you're going ahead and you're uh, uh, being makbid, makbid, uh, that that would be go ahead and be a form of uh, guy. But for example, let me give you the following the following thing: uh, you're you're out you're at work, uh, and somebody makes a mistake. That mistake you make all the time. <laughs> so you're looking down like how you know the truth is I remember someone someone told me this recently. They were in a certain location and they were really uh, abused. They felt they were abused. Uh, it seemed, at least the way they explained to me their story, uh, they were abused. In the workplace, you mean, Rob? Uh, in their personal life, oh, in their, oh, their, oh, in their oh, dynamic. Oh, but oh, the same okay. thing is at work. And the person said to me, if this would have been a different person, this would be a different person, this would never have happened. You know why this is happening to me? Because I'm not taken seriously. They don't look at me okay. And they ha- it's happening to me because I'm the Nebuch. So I'm the Nebuch. They have no, pre- pro- no problem talking down to me, okay, or looking down at me. Uh, you know what a Nebuch is? Somebody that's uh, uh, below somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so th- th- that's why I'm the, uh, the person to talk to. If it would be somebody they respect, it would be somebody important, they could do the same mistake, the same error, and they would never ever talk that way because they don't look at them differently. Uh, so, uh, and the truth is, is that, you know, a person will, uh, you know, be truly angry and mock at people, uh, not because they're, they're, they're okay. So they look down at them. And then they think that they're doing education, or that they're really on the on the right side, and that they could, uh, you know, chastise their wife because she got a ticket. <laughs> mm. You know, really, it's that he, you know, people. Listen, obviously, if you're a repeat offender, and something goes on, the person needs to learn. But we tend to, you know, look at other people that we're perfect. We make never make mistakes. There's never a reason for us to be, and the other person, that's we, we do that. We do that. So that's a, a way to see Gaiva. Right? Really, by the way, Kabbalistically, when you learn Sifri Kabbalah, and Sifri, some of the Sifri of Hasidus, Gaiva really is the ultimate enemy. Right? The ultimate error of a person, the ultimate which brings a person away from God is arrogance, because really you become focused on yourself. And you'll realize how awful, how terrible arrogance is, and how amazing Anava is. You know, one of the greatest praises of Moshe was, was his, do you see the Torah praises brilliance? He's obviously a brilliant man. No, it doesn't praise his brilliance. Does it praise the way he davened? There's some, actually, there's some praise of how we davened this Hanan, because Chazals. But the greatest pasuk about Moshe was, his character, his, his, his humility, that the greater he got, the more he felt that it's borrowed clothes. Right? It was clear Moshe was the greatest person of his generation, of all generations. He knew that. I mean, he, that's why he would rebuke the Jewish people. That's why he took the authority for the Jewish people. But, you know, I once said to Moshe Feinstein, he took the cases and no one else did. Well, if you're truly, if you think you're nothing, why would you do that? Someone else should do it. No, Moshe Feinstein knew who he was. He knew that if anyone could answer this question, it was him. So he knew he had self-knowledge. He wasn't, you know, 
but he also knew that everything, all of his, you know, he came in a certain family, had certain teachers, all of his gifts came from God. So the more he got, the more he felt uh, humble that I have this privilege, I have this responsibility, that I'm wearing someone, you know, someone else gave me clothes to use for my job. God gave me these clothes. You know, I, better, I better treat it carefully, not get it dirty. Not, 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 you know, I have a tool. I better use this tool correctly. Vishtalab called Koichal, and the, you know, a lot, since it's really the essence of arrogance or the beauty of humility is a state of mind, to really think thoughts that allow a person to have that inner demeanor, that inner uh, feeling of humility and not of gaiva. Um, and that you should, in your own eyes, you should be like, I'm wearing clothes, I'm getting them dirty. I mean, someone else's clothes, I'm not doing what I could and should be doing. You know, you're doing great, you're amazing. Yeah, but I could be doing better. You know, you're brilliant. The person tells you, you're brilliant. That's not, again, there's a, there's a healthy balance of self-esteem. Sometimes teachers talk to a student, a parent talk to a child to, to appreciate their talents. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, at the at the end of the day, that brilliance uh, really is a responsibility. So you got to feel like, oh, wow, i got to really take this seriously. You know, on the contrary, people are, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I could be, if I'm doing more and I'm not, that's it. So approach it to me, Nelov, and realize that there's human error, not to get overly, again, if you're a manager, you need to manage. But it's with a sense of humility. You know what I mean? A manager... Who doesn't have a sense of humility? Huh? Right? You see such people? They, they, they can make a mistake, but nobody else could. <laughs> right? You know, it's just they can make a mistake, but if anyone else, God forbid, makes a mistake, uh, or, you know, or there's, there's normal learning curves. There's a normal learning curve. Um, the best thing you can do is to, to learn Musr to help a person get a, a proper Veltensong perspective on it. Uh, my mistakes, my sins should always be in front of me. Not other people's. Other people's, you can move on. But your own mistakes, you know, should be in front of you, uh, in front of you always. Even if you're brilliant and you have a lot of knowledge, it's not even the knowledge. It's how you live. Okay? It's how you live. But a call if you write on my silly, mashu other pellets, mazli mishpapiyar Hashem, and really you're going to uh, uh, where a person will be ultimately judged on ultimately is not what they have, whether it's their looks, their strengths, their their, their money, uh, their brilliance. It's what they did with it, and the only way to truly achieve is to realize it's from God. It keeps, it's, and it's, cause it's, A, it's true. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. You know, you see people like feeling so great. They did nothing for it. It looks were given by God. Their brilliance is given by And even if you were to say, oh, well, she puts on makeup or he goes to a great university, you know, or they did it. I mean, the, the, the divine, first of all, you can lift weights all day long if, you have, if you're, uh, you're a scrawny guy. You know, you you were a wrestling coach at one point, no? Yeah. You, 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 a guy's scrawny and petite. 
what's their chances to? Well, it, they compensate with their mind, and uh, they would have better strategies versus but using their brawn. If they're against a 400-pound guy, he's 125 mm-hmm. pounds. That wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen. Why not? Well, because they, they match him. They match him. But if he would be against a 400-pound guy? It would be a slaughter. It would be a slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Sumo, sumo wrestler, maybe. How about 200 versus 400? Could you? Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah. So, with a 400 pound guy, you know, first of all, who wants to be 400? 400 pounds. You had 400 pound wrestlers? We, no, they, they were up to 280. Up to 280, okay. 400 pounds, you have other problems. You're probably, your heart's working very hard then. You know, yeah. Um, but the point is, is like, at the end of the day, the, our bodies, our physiques, uh, you know, there's so much is given by Akash Baruch and even once you, we make our efforts, we're very fragile people, a million things go on. So, so really, a person who's cognizant keeps the right perspective in life. Arrogance, humility, is the right perspective in life. V'yitin, alibo, kilafi, erko, v'yidiyaso, v'hasagaso, hachanaso, achesed, ashergamo, alav. You really feel like, you know, everything comes from uh, from Hashem. Really, I've just begun to do what I could have. And really, I'm not going to do what I could be doing. So since you're a wrestling coach, Chaim, what if you had a player or an athlete who's arrogant? Were they good players? No. No. I remember when I played basketball when I was younger. The worst team players didn't make a difference their talent, where, they, where people just thought they knew better, or thought that they're king of the world. They couldn't they know if they had to play a team player, right? So um, you don't reach their potential either. They don't reach potential at all. Why don't they potential? They can't listen to other people's advice, right? So at the end of the day, um, you won't fulfill. Actually, what I was to say, you won't get to the point you're supposed to get to, right? Certainly in Torah, by the way. Uh, certainly in Torah, you're, the, what the Gemara says in many places is that you are a damaged goods. Anyone who's arrogant is damaged goods. Right? It, it's very hard for a person to absorb Torah. To ha- How do you pray if you think you're great? How do you, 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 you if you think it's all me? You know, it's it's uh, uh, in all of that, a person is damaged goods. So if you judge people, a person who is humble, well, you know, I'm not so great. Well, make, again, it doesn't mean not to try to fix it. Simply fix situations and being angry. Really, when you're angry, it's hard to fix. So if there's a problem, you should try to fix it. Uh, when you're angry, it means you look at the person as not being able whatsoever to, to, to get it. If he touches now uh, uh, another another thing uh, uh, over over there that a person who gets damaged or hurt only our only God can go ahead. And do that and do that to him. Um, so mayitemlo or mayatsevlo, hakol have a So ultimately, when something happens to a person, 
they shouldn't be overly upset because anything that does happen comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know what that also is? That's humility. Why is that humility? Because you realize that if the bad things happen to you from God, the inconveniences, the annoyances, the person punches you, person steals from you, person insults you, you know what else comes from God? All the good things. <laughs> when you live with that reality, it means that everything that's happening to you is not you. What usually happens when a person's successful in life? They start to think, look how great I am. Look how, now when things go wrong, they, in general people like to blame. They blame people, they blame God, they, they, they blame life, right? When things are great, the tendency is to feel, you know, I'm amazing. You ever, so going back to wrestling, a guy wins a wrestling match, what's the first thing they feel? They, they get the guy on the mat and they twist his arm and they slam him down. I never played wrestling in my whole life. It happens to me. I'm not a fan, but, uh, but since we're here, Chaim, what happens? Mo, do most people, the first feeling they have is, look what I did. That's normal, by the way. That's a human reaction. Look what I did. Right? Uh, you have the guy, I was victorious over the guy. You know, a guy hits a three point shot, puts off the arms, you know, a little exhibitionism, you know, shows it off. Uh, a, lot, a lot of times it's not like that. More of a, a, a gentleman shaking hands and having respect. Oh, so that's good sportsmanship for sure. That's that's what we call a mention sports. But when the in, the inner feeling, you're right. That's for sure true. But the inner feeling, uh, the uh, the natural feeling of a person when they beat somebody or they win, or they don't even they just win the game or they ace the SAT, they get a sixteen hundred on the SAT. Uh, they what's the what's the ACT higher? Or is it thirty something? Thirty six. Yes, 36 on the ACT, or even they get a 34, which is also pretty good, right? What, what, what goes through their mind? Is it, God, thank you so much you gave me these brains, it's really not me whatsoever, or look how smart I am, look how great I am, right? Person, you know, it, it, the, the natural, the, where a person's thinking when they're successful is they focus on themselves when they do a good job. So, and the way a person is, our, our first reaction should be is, thank you, Hashem. Right? Now, you could be recognized that you did a good job, but if you want to learn how to be humble, the first thing you do is whenever, whenever you're successful, there was a football player at one point. He got on his knees every time he did a, what was this guy's name? Tebow, whatever his name was. Right? Yeah, I didn't, you know, I, whether he did it for show or not, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I never saw, I don't know who he is. I don't, didn't follow him, but that's, a Jewish approach. Obviously, he's not either. She prayed to a fake God, but uh, you know. But to feel that it's not you, it's 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 not me, right? That when a person does that, you live differently. You, to, to realize that you had an accomplishment, this was a great thing. How lucky I am to have done this! But thank you, God, for letting me get to this to, to get to this point. Thank you. For, that's how Moshe lived. Moshe knew he was getting, winning every wrestling match and every three-point Lahavdal and getting perfect scores in SAT. Moshe was re- really aware of that. But at every point, Moshe Rabbeinu said, thank you. And that's how he becomes the humblest of all per- people. Because hey, he, he kept thanking God. Wow, God, you gave this to me. This knowledge, this... And the, so on the contrary, Moshe's hum- humility, Moshe's being honored in the was because he had so much he was constantly realizing, he was constantly God-conscious. When, when normal people, it's the opposite. They're thinking, I'm brilliant, 
you know, so I don't need to pray for God for brilliance. So when do they pray to God, right? When do they pray to God? When they're lacking something or something goes wrong. Well, that's the only person who can pray to God. When do they think about God? When they're stuck and they're upset at God or they're upset at life or they're upset at a person. So the gaiva, actually, they don't connect to God in large parts of their lives because they're fine. I am accomplished. Right? Are you a humble person? You're like, God, thank you so much for giving this. Please continue to give it to me. The, the world view is completely different. And when this person gives it to you, uh, and they give you something bad, uh, so he's, this actually touches on, on anger. Well, we'll finish with this. It's still worth it. You know, a humble person realizes that well, if everything is coming from God, my intelligence, my looks, my job, you know, person goes to a good, gets into a good university or gets a good job for a good company, has a, uh, has a beautiful wife or great children. You know, you ever see parents with children? My boy Chico, my Nachas, he's so amazing. My son, he won this award. You know, my son, as opposed to, you know, feeling it's all from, from, from God. We, you know, we, we, it's everything. If a person knows that in God, then when a person insults them, you know, if someone's annoying to them, somebody drops the ball, then it's also from God. This person is just the, the person who, who, who does it. And your person realizes at that point, since it's from God, they're doing you the favor. Right? So God gave me, anyone in Brachas, that a person can only get a patch, only get a scratch, it's also in Chulun, Anything that happens is cannot happen if they're perfect. So it, you will never, nothing bad happens to a person but for God. There's not one pain, aggravation, difficulty that will happen in a person's life that, that Hashem does not go there. Nothing. Nothing. Zero zilch. So it means that for whatever reason, corrective uh, uh, for our own personal life, uh, to get punishment in this world, for Gilgul, whatever it is. So this person, if it's coming from God, you're not going to attack the messenger. Somebody gives you an envelope. They're the messenger. They'll, they'll have their own judgment that why they're the messenger. It's not good to be a messenger of evil. Not good to be a messenger of punishment. They have their own calculations. But you, you keep it in, pers- uh, in, pers- in pers- uh, perspective. If, if, God forbid, somebody uh, crashes into your car, so they're going to have to pay their own justice and insurance, etc. But it would, if it wasn't supposed to happen, it wouldn't happen. Uh, and when you live that everything's coming from God, then you, you deal with it differently. Right? You're a different manager, you're a different coach, you're a different player, you're a different husband, you're a different wife. When you learn Torah, when you give a shear, right? you live everything, uh, you live everything uh, it comes uh, differently. Uh, and Hashem, therefore, when you live with that real- reality, a person is, gives bracha. God wants to give you more. Right? You, you get more. That's why it's, the Gemara says that you can't have Torah unless you have uh, humility. Why is that? Because since Torah is purely God's wisdom, it's pure wisdom, right? it's pure Torah, God is not going to give it, number one, in a dirty keli of gaiva. And number two is, if I give you something, if I give you something, you say, oh, I'm great. Do I want to give you any more? <laughs> Do I want to give... It's, it, it, I'm giving you my thing, my wisdom, and you're saying, oh, I'm great. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. Um, 
And one of the ways to, 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 to help yourself not to become arrogant is to run away from arrogance. Now, there are times in life where you should not run away, where you have to kind of put yourself, I'm going to, be, I'm going to give you, you know, I'll be very honest, a hazard of my job, a hazard of any rabbinic job, is that there's a certain amount of you have to take honor. Fact, it's not my honor, it's covered Torah. I, you know, it's a hazard of a parent is that a child has to give honor to a parent. Torah says it. So you can't run away from your obligation. If you're a Hasidic Rizal, you think, okay, I really need people stand up for because the rabbi, you know. But you imagine a Chacham Avad Yosef. Yes, you ever see Avad Yosef? Yes, yeah. Did you kiss his hand? I went over to his shul. Did you kiss his hand? Huh? Kiss his hand? I went over to the shul, listen. Uh. And we get that by Baracha. They, he left early when he went to the office. I asked the guy, he said, you have to give the money to the bodyguard, a couple <laughs> hundred bucks in order to get the rocha. Otherwise, it doesn't work. I said, I didn't know that. I didn't have a couple hundred dollars to give it to him. Uh-huh. But another rob came over to see him, which happened to be our relatives uh-huh. by marriage. He gave me Baracha and we came. Ah, uh, okay. Well, if you he see, if, 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 you, if he's not in his office, you can get to him very quickly. They said, ex- said they slap you in the face and all that. Uh, Smith told me that. They slap in his face. No, he used to give love patch like that. Yeah, love patch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he used to, like, you know. If, but the pers- here's the point. If you want to, if, you, if, you're, if you're a Vadi Yosef, they're kissing your hand. You're a Rebbe. You're, they're not do- it's not about you. Right? And so you need, to, so what does it mean, Barech Menachava then? It means in your own mind. Sometimes, obviously, there's a danger. As I said, there's a danger. You know, if you can get away of getting honor, get out of it. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, when I got honor for the show eight years ago, I asked the Shul Kamenetsky, he said, you have to do it. Yeah. I don't think I want to. You think I want to step there on the podium, you know, I have to do enough. I have to speak anyways. Yeah. Now I get the honor. You know, so there are times you can't run away. But you need to run away in your mind then. Yeah. You need to know it's, you're wearing somebody else's clothes. You need to run away in your mind because if you let yourself get carried away from Gaiva, it's intoxicating. Yeah. I remember I once I was talking to an honoree. This is a ridiculous thing. He said, oh, I love being honored. Yeah. <laughs> I love being honored. <laughs> I love... You know what happened afterwards? It was not for someone from the show. By the way, it was someone I was dealing with a different organization. Tells me love it. Then he loved being honored. The guy was telling me, you know, he's upset that this person didn't put an added. And upset that this person didn't put an and this one didn't come to the dinner. Well, because it's of all then it's about you. <laughs> then honor me. If once you love being honored, there's a big danger. And now, now this guy actually said it, which is crazy, actually. Right? I, I, I it sounded so weird to me, to be honest. <laughs> right? I love being honored. But there are people who think it. And when you think you love being honored, so then everyone's, you're slighted every time someone doesn't honor you. And then you forget Hashem when you love being honored. So even, you have to be barach in a kavod. Yeah, you know, the, when older people, they like to have a kavod. Of course. I stand in front of the uh, gabai. He said, why you stand in front of me? I said, you are knowledge. I said, rabbi. He said, don't call me rabbi. I said, chazan. He said, don't call me chazan. About Gabbai. Okay, Gabbai. <laughs> now we agreed on to call him Gabbai. Uh, and he stand in front of me, yeah. and I stand in front of him. You know, Is that okay? Uh, it's okay, yes. Because he told uh, me. Only, he, only if he's okay. Uh, but you know what, Rabbi Leff, when he was here? Rabbi Leff, Rabbi Leff was my robe when I was a kid. Rabbi Leff right. is a tremendous Torah scholar. Like, he, like, 
I was like trying to think like why he would give like every every time he spoke his little stuff up you know he was like ah you got me to speak the schlepper you know like you know it, 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 he knows he's a big tumble trust me he has opinions I, I I've heard his opinions he knows how to be sharp he knows that he knows but he also you know is a feeling of it's not me you know it's and in, for him, I'm sure everyone's standing up. It was his barech mina kavod, right? And so we need to be barech mina kavod because if once we love honor, once we love honor, the damage do that it does to us in our personal life, in our life with Hashem, we're, we're, we become delusional, and uh, and the damage is the, the, the to others, and the damage is that you're abominable to Hashem, you're to eves Hashem. So it's kadai. In life, and we should take positions and do things that are important. But remember, all of the bracha comes from Hashem. If a person keeps it in mind, they'll have, as my shifra like to say, they won't brag, and they'll be humble. <laughs>